Hey guys, welcome to the Two Free Vision. Thanks for riding the wave with me. My name is Savage the Vessel, and I aim to motivate, to uplift, to inspire, and to guide. So as we get ready for this next episode, I hope you guys just keep in mind that knowledge is power, knowledge is everything. So continue sharing your brownies with the world and let's get right into this. Hey, 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 welcome back to Waves, everybody. It's Savage the Vessel. And so um, today is episode four, and I have titled it Anchors and the Deep. And I'm going to elaborate on what all of this means. And it's just going to come from a good place, you know. Um, So let me start with, let me start with this. Um, So last week we talked about the difference between job versus work and so that today i'm just going to give a little bit um, of a recap a little brief synopsis of that and then i'm going to go in to um something that i've been preparing for preparing for for the last three weeks and i believe it's going to be really good for everybody so um again last week we talked about the difference between job versus work how job can stifle your purpose but within that jobs prepare you for your work so every job that you had, like I said, I've had numerous jobs. Um, and a lot of the times I left because I wanted to avoid toxic toxic environments and toxic relationships. And a lot of times I left because, you know, I just felt stifled. I felt like this is, this is not where I want to be. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And um, it just, it just, it, Every job that you have, it prepares you for your work because you get to see within that what you will stand for, what you actually are interested in and what is not for you. Like me working for the man for the rest of my life is just not me. You know, I, I, I'm i just I'm doing what I have to now to push other people's agenda. But eventually I want to get to where I'm pushing my own agenda and other people are wanting to be a part of that. Um, I don't a lot of people don't know this, but I want to be uh, ultimate nonprofit organizer. So th- that's my term that I've labeled it. What I want to do, and I've given it to God, it's a vision of mine, is I want to get to a financially pl- a good, a great place to where I have such surplus where I'm able to go and just spontaneously tell an organization, mainly nonprofits, tell an uh, organization, hey, I see that there's a need for this. There's no overhead. I want to take care of this. I want to add to this. So whether it be in a, in a community setting, mostly it will be in the community setting. I want to just develop things and create things for the youth because the youth are my passion. Um, and then, you know, when I'm not doing my nonprofit stuff and guys, this is just a very small part of my vision. Like I have a whole big, crazy vision, like, and it, and it, and I learned that it's, it's only a vision from God if it's crazy and no one believes in it, but I believe in it. And, um, it's it, that's just a small part of my whole vision like it's big where I want to go with this um, but I'm only giving you guys a little bit of it and um, so I also want to do things like like go to like I have I have this this I have this um, this spa I like to go to like, like I get pedicures and stuff because you know I, I tell everybody this yeah as a man I do go get pedicures because I'm on my feet a lot and 
the, the, the amazing qualities that getting a pedicure does for you, like the, the, the stress that it relieves and the, the foot manipulation. Just It's just, ah, for any guys out there, put your ego down, put your pride down, and go get a pedicure. It's You will you will love yourself so much more afterwards like it's all part of self-care it's amazing but anyway there's this there's this spa go to and um when i go there i see that um they don't have a little restaurant which is cool i mean what little spa does like they do manicures and pedicures that's what they do but i see a vision to where it'd be great if 10 15 years maybe 20 years from now if i'm able to go back to there and be like hey I see that there's a need for, or there would be a great addition if I could build like a little small, maybe 10 table restaurant for you. Um, and um, you don't have to worry about the cost. I got it all covered. And if it fails, which it won't, but in the event that it does not work out, it's no cost to you. But I want to build a restaurant onto your spa and let you run it and everything at no cost to you. I really just want to do this because I think it would be cool. Like I want to go around and just develop projects and just create things and um just make other people's dreams come true but anyway that was a tangent that went off on but that's part of my vision like the jobs that i've worked i've realized that me pushing other people's agenda and retiring from a job is not the way i want to go out of this world like i don't want to just live in this world and be um taking all these resources and not giving back at any at any at, in any shape or form like i see too many people do it too many previous generations like they they create they live they die but they haven't contributed anything back into the into the world and i want to do that so um and another thing guys like the enemy of vision like vision has an enemy and that enemy is sight so what you see right now is that enemy of your vision because you're like you're looking at it like I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm looking and I'm like, wow, where I want to go is nowhere near what how what my vision is. Like I, it's how am I going to get there? Like I'm nowhere close near to that. Like I'm in a completely different place. But what you see is only temporary. Like what you see will try to denounce you from your calling and what you really want, like your vision. Like I don't know how much more plain to put it, guys, but like your vision, you can't see, but you can dream it. And you can shoot for it, but what you see right in front of you is totally different and it's kind of discouraging. But you gotta see past that and you gotta believe past that that what you where there's always an end to something. God created the end first in the beginning, and right now you're at your beginning. And you gonna make it. Cause I believe I'm gonna make it. Um like God, God, I feel like I really once you really become part of like part of God's love and and really pursue Jesus like you start to realize that every creation every dream every vision every intuition everything is really controlled when you let God have the power everything that you are because you've been created by him he knows every desire every uh, wish every want every thought of your heart of your mind and so when you start to lean into that and believe that well I didn't just come up with this vision and this dream by myself, so I know it's possible because it came from the creator. Once you believe and lean into that, it gets a lot easier to not let the enemy of vision, which is sight, deter you. I hope that makes sense. Um, So, like I said, never trust sight. 
in parentheses, I put two words, what is. So never trust sight. That is what is, I mean, what you see over vision, which in parentheses, I put faith. So if you did it in a numerator denominator form, it would be what is, or it would be vision over sight. It always has to be, vision always has to be the numerator and sight always has to be the denominator because like I said, sight is the enemy of vision and you have to, that's just the way I could put it to where it would make sense. <laughs> um, and so a lot of times a dream cannot be accomplished in your lifetime. So you'll become an old man and you'll be like, well, that was always my little boyhood dream. That was always my dream. I'm too old now to pursue this dream. But at my age, a dream is a vision because you're a young man and it can still be achieved. So ladies and gentlemen, we have the vision. Everything that we dream of right now in, in vision can be achieved. We don't want to get to the point in our life uh, unless we've done everything um, um, where we start dreaming and we're like, man, there's nothing, there's nothing I can do now because I'm old. So now it's just a dream. So that was just a little part I wanted out on before I got into the actual meat of this uh, presentation today. Uh, so I'm going to start off with this verse right here, and it's Isaiah 43, 2. And it says, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be consumed by the flames. So that was very powerful because in this season, the last like four or five months, I've been in this season of a storm where I felt very isolated. I felt um, like my like my world was just coming down. Like I had lost so much. I felt so broken. I felt so uncomfortable in the in the, in the season that I was in. There was a lot of growth that came from it, but there was a lot of you know um, things that a lot of things that was new to me. And so, um, so, so I, my pastor has been on this topic of, for our word for our church this year has been anchor. And to sum that up, what anchor is, is Jesus. You out here. So we out here in this storm, right? We out here in the middle of the ocean. We're out here in deeper water and we're surrounded by this storm. And I don't know if you guys heard the, the story uh, where Jesus was on the boat and um, people were like, you know, um, Jesus was on the boat and give me, Jesus, Jesus was on the boat and uh, the, it was a storm. The people had came and woke him up and he was. Okay, so Jesus was on the boat and uh, he was asleep, right? So (laughs) Jesus was resting in the midst of the storm. And so then when they went to go wake Jesus up, Jesus gives peace. So in the middle of the storm, 
since like I said, God is all knowing. God knows everything that you're you're doing, what you're going through. And so, what if we put our minds in the in the way of thinking of like, God knows I'm about to go through this storm. So that's why Jesus on this boat was asleep because Jesus had no fear. Jesus was like, why why do you have such little faith? Like everything is fine. So when he got up, all he said was to the storm was stop, peace, be still. Jesus is the anchor. So when you're going through a storm, you take Jesus with you and you're at you're out there you're out there by yourself. You're out there alone, you're in the deep. There's no one around you, no human companion, no human uh communication or conversation can really balance you out, can really show you which way is this, which way is that. Now they can be supportive, but they are not the source. They're just a resource. And so when Jesus was on that boat and they woke him up and he came up here and he saved it, he, he calmed everything. That's kind of, it put me in, it could put a perspective in my mind like, well, yeah, I'm in this storm. Yeah, I'm in this, this, this crazy, uh, like, area of my life right now, but Jesus is on my boat. I took him as an anchor with me, so I got to drop that anchor deep and just know and rest in the fact that I'm going to be okay. I'm not going to be swayed. I'm not going to be destroyed by this storm. I'm going to be all right. Like through the rain, the anchor remains like so <laughs> through the rain, God still reigns. So that's two different rains. Like through the rain, God still reigns because he's a king. Ah! So <laughs> even though like so an anchor doesn't need to be seen, although it's working. So, you know, anytime you see a boat or anytime you see a ship docked, you don't see the anchor. But you also know that the boat and the, the, the ship is not moving anywhere because it's being grounded. So I may be in this storm. You may be in this storm. We may be in this storm. And, we, and people may not actively see what we do behind closed doors when we go and we pray or when we worship or um, our conversations with God. But they need to know that we're not, they see that we're not being swayed. We're not being we're not being destroyed. We're not being tossed around. We're not being broken because Jesus, our anchor, although he cannot be seen, he can be seen if we're doing it right. Um, even though uh, they cannot physically see him, they know that we are being anchored because we have Jesus within us and us within God. And also, guys, know that every storm has an expiration date. Like, nothing is forever and that's the one thing you can count on that change is constant i think miley cyrus said that one time he said uh the one thing you count can count on is that change is constant like something is bound to change nothing stays the same ever so that storm is inevitable it's going it's going to end um and guys just focus on the character of jesus not the concerns of critics so this world, this society, they, <laughs> like I said, I'm such a soapbox person on this. Like, it is so corrupt the way it makes us believe that, or people try to make you believe that, oh, you're you're weak-minded or you're weak-willed because you're believing in something that doesn't even exist or you can't see. That, those are the people who live of this world. The people who walk by sight and not by faith. People who believe in this world and believe and that's why they're always so tattered and broke down because they believe that this world can heal all of their problems and they can find every answer within this world but no this world is full of greed and sin like how can you find 
how can you find uh that's like going to that's like going to let me see let me say let me get let me get a real good example here that's like going to uh cox cash saver looking for um healthy food i mean that's just something very basic like that's like going to cox cash saver looking for products that you would find at whole foods like you it just you can't do it like that this world is on a low level of what is healthy and what is real and so you that's why you've got to look to god you've got to become part of the family and uh so focus on the character of jesus and not the concerns of critics how people may put you down or how people may judge you and because uh, at the end of the day it doesn't matter because when you get to the gates and then everyone is judged accordingly to their sin or however like there those concerns really aren't going to matter you're gonna be like oh okay you know like just keep pushing just keep doing your thing but um on to the next thing so uh do, 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 do. let's see i have so many notes here and i want to give it to you guys give it to you very very in order so i'm not all over the place so the dark season like I said, like I've, cause I'm still, I'm coming up out of mine, but like the dark season is for development, you know? Uh, and you need, I, I, I believe that you need the negatives to make a beautiful picture. Like I, you don't have to be a photographer to know that. Like you got to have negatives in a photo when you take a camera or whatever for the beautiful picture to come out. Like it's just something that is required. Uh, so, and so here's here is here's like six steps um for your progression um into being able to withstand being in the deep so the way my pastor put it was like when you're when you are living a sh shallow christian life where it's just like oh i read my daily scripture every day okay there's my word no Sometimes you got to feel the Holy Spirit push you to read the whole chapter or sometimes, you know, you got to make sure you make it an effort to get up every day, get in your Bible, get in your worship, get into a conversation, at least just have a conversation with God and be like, hey, God, thank you for waking me this morning and thank him for all the blessings that you do have when you wake up. Like today, I woke up today, like every day I'm like, you know, hey, good morning, God. I still have a purpose because you chose me again. You didn't only just choose me before conception, contraception, before um, I was born, you continue to choose me every day. I could mess up yesterday or the day before, and today you're still bringing me up, which means I still have a purpose. You still are choosing me. So, um, anyway, so the six steps. So the first time, so when you first, when you first in, uh, let Jesus get into your boat, uh, it's like this, it's like, you're distant from God. These, and God is okay with this. So when you first start allowing, um, getting into the relationship with God you you listen you listen for God but you're distant so the way, let me let me break it down so God is okay with you being distant but you you are aware of his presence that's the first that's that's number one but you listen but you're distant the second thing is now that you know about God and his presence and that you're willing to accept him to come into your life is 
Jesus asks if he can dwell in your boat. So he comes into your boat and he asks to dwell. And you're like, okay, yes. So then Jesus is like, all right. And then once he gets into your boat, he directs you into the deep. Now, the way my, like I said, the way my pastor put it is like an anchor when you're in a shallow Christian life or in a kiddie pool, the way he put it, he made it so visual. Um, when you try to drop an anchor, it does nothing. You you can't, the full power of the anchor is not uh, released. Uh, it doesn't, you're, because you're, 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 you're relying on your own, you're relying on your own ability to manipulate how deep you can go out and how, how your safety. So if like when people go to the beach like me, <laughs> I stay in the shallow like at the top because I'm relying on my own ability to keep myself safe. Like uh, I'm not going way out there into open water like that. Like I can't swim right now, but wait till the summer, y'all. I'm about to learn how to swim. So excited. But um, so you drop, you can't drop your anchor in a shallow part of the ocean. Like if in order for you to experience Jesus's true grace and his love and be able to get to a higher level of Christianity and um, getting to where you need to be in that relationship with God, you have to go out farther. So Jesus gets in, like I said, Jesus gets into your boat and then he directs you to go deeper into the water. Okay. So then you get out there to the deep and then you have a decision to make. Will I run back to shore or will I, will I prevail through this? And then after number six is you become the disciple. You're anchored in obedience. You become a follower of Jesus. And that's what a disciple is. A disciple is just someone who never stops learning. It comes from the Greek word mathetes. Mathetes. I don't know. Mathetes. Mathetes. Anyway, the root word means the mental effort to think something through. That's all what a disciple is. Someone who never stops learning. You follow Jesus because Jesus is a teacher. He continues to teach you. So you're in that boat and he directs your shit. He directs your boat. You're out there in the deep. He's got you. Like I said, when you're on, when they were on that boat, they were out there in the deep. Jesus was dwelling in their boat, but they had lost their faith and they went walking like Jesus. Oh my gosh, look what's happening. God. And God, <laughs> Jesus gets up and storm, be still. And everything is just calm again. Like Jesus is with you. You take your anchor out there, you're fine, right? So um, that was something I wanted to share with you guys. It was awesome. Okay, uh, let's see what else I got here. Let's see here. Disappointment in darkness is for development. Like I said, darkness is for development. Like you learn and it's preparing you for greater things to come. So here I'm going to give you this last little topic. Um, so the book of the book of Luke, chapter five, verses one through ten um, is so beautiful. So when when Jesus was preaching to. OK, so OK, so it was on the Shabbat. Um, it was the night after the Shabbat. And Simon, who later is called Peter, Jesus gives him the name Peter, uh, is coming back from off the sea. And the reason he was out there so long on, on the night, on the Shabbat, was because he was trying to fish um, to pay his taxes. Like he was in over his head. He owed a great debt. He was on the verge of losing his house and um, losing his boat. And so he had worked all night to try to catch fish. Well, he didn't catch any. And um, this had been going on for weeks. Like there had been very little catch to catch at sea. So he comes back in and Jesus is on the on the shore teaching a group of students. Jesus sees them and then he asks, hey, um, 
can I, can I get on your boat? Can I dwell in your boat? And Simon is a little reluctant at first. And he's like, okay. So Jesus gets in, finishes teaching. And then he tells, he tells um, Simon, he says, now go out, Luke 5, 4. He says, now go out where it is deeper. There's that word again, deeper. And let down your nets to catch some fish. Now, Simon was reluctant because, like I said, he had been out all night and he was just tired. He was exhausted. He was faced with the spirit of defeat. I mean, you can imagine, you know, and uh, I've been there. It's just like, man, try to get all this money and the the funds aren't coming right. It's just like, uh. but the reason Jesus has said that, like, because he has saw like, here's another point. And I'm going to come back to this. But uh, another point, Jesus has sought him even after that. Jesus has saw Simon on his boat, mending his nets, like fixing his nets, getting him prepared for the next opportunity to go out to sea. Like, even though he was defeated, he knew that he had faith that, okay, well, there's, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to come back out here. I'm going to have to. So that's what Jesus said, hey, go out and, you know, lower your, drop down your nets to catch some fish. And like I said, Simon was reluctant. He was like, teacher, I've been out all night. I'm exhausted. Uh, and well, this is before he knew that Jesus was teacher, but he was just like, hey, before I'm exhausted, I've been out. And then, but the key word here was, he said, but if you, the key phrase was, but if you say so, oh man, that gave me so such, such revelation because when he did it, he obeyed. And then so much fish had filled up the power of Jesus. Like so much fish had filled up in both sides of the nest that the ship was almost sinking. And uh, it was such a powerful story because it was like, you know, to me, it translates to God is like now for me, like go out and be like, cause he told Simon too afterwards, he didn't even go back. Like after he grabbed the fish, he just became a disciple and just followed Jesus. And he was like, uh, when Simon dropped to his knees, he was like, teacher, I have lived such a sinful life. Like, thank you so much. Basically saying, I, I basically he was like, I'm not welcomed in your presence like 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 you thank you like you know just imagine that that type of sight like wow you really are the messiah like wow i wow like just wow like i can't even bring up words for it but he basically he was just like do not worry or do not fear go your job now is to go out and catch uh be fisher of people be fisher of men to go out and catch men with with living and showing a godly life and then Jesus replied, and I'll do the sorting. So basically, when he was when he says, go out and be fishers or catchers of men, we're not catching fish. We're catching other people, lost souls, people who may not know God or people who need to be reminded of who God is. And no matter who it is, we have always we all have to live that godly life and continue to show um, represent God and continue to show who our father and who our creator is. And bring, bring, put on the shoes of peace and bring the good news. Um, that's part of the body armor of God. I'm going to talk about that in a few episodes too. But, um, and then God is just, Jesus is just like so beautiful. He's like, you know, and I'll do the sorting. You catch all these people, bring them to me, and then I'll work on their hearts. I'll do the sorting. Like we have it easy. We just got to go catch the people. God will do the sorting between the good and the bad and the skinning and all this other good stuff. Isn't that beautiful? But, um, so there was that. So like I said, Luke chapter five, one through 10, it was so deep um, because he told him to go out into deep. And that's why I feel like with this podcast, like um, I 
God is like asking me to go out deeper and continue to catch more men or uh, catch more uh, catch more people. Not only that, but he's also like when you're out here in this storm, I am your anchor. Like nothing's going to happen to you. Like you just got to keep the faith and believe in me and know that this storm is temporary. Uh, and I believe that's that's really that's really uh that's really all I had guys like that's I thought I had more but I guess that's it like it was basically the, the story of Jesus and, and being the anchor and you being out here in deep troubled waters and feeling like it's the end and continuing to believe uh, see your vision continue to know and that that has to trump your sight what you can see now uh I just oh yeah yeah that's it that's it um, and then I'm going to I'm uh, oh, oh, I got a few more things. And so for me, like when he said uh, Simon and his nets after fishing all night, uh, he saw him continue mending his nets. When I was about to give up on my podcast, when I stopped after season one, I remembered that God, God wanted to know what God wants to know what he can use, what he can use to um, to bless. So if we want to get to it we keep asking god what is my purpose what is what do you have planned for me what how can i make a difference in this world how can i be a part of something bigger than myself it all starts with taking something small that god has given you and stewarding over it and not giving up on that like god gave me the gift of speaking and gave me the idea of doing the podcast to reach out to other people to speak to other people to uplift other people to share the good news and um i almost was defeated by like the work it took to put into it and I remember that's like, God is just like, you know, what can I use if I'm continuously giving up on projects because they're not because of my sight and not my faith and, and, and relying on my vision? Then what can God use? Because this is the beginning of what God has planned for me. Like this podcast is just the very beginning. And God's going to use this podcast, you know, to touch so many people, I believe, and to propel me into a, to a direction I haven't even dreamed of yet. Yeah, I got a 20 year dream and a 20 year vision of everything I want to accomplish. But um, God wants to know what he can use. So whatever that is may be for you, whatever God has given you to steward over, to create over. And it may look like it's slow coming and it's slow bringing. Stick with it because God's going to use it. And the last thing I want to talk about is the I don't know if you guys know what the law of ecology is, um, but the law of ecology is uh, L is greater or equal to C. Um, and with that, that's just the equation, but it's the, it means the law of ecology. And what it means is it's for an organism for an organism to survive. The rate of learning must be equal to or greater than the rate of change happening around them. So, like I said, when it goes back to being a disciple, someone who never stops learning, we've got to continue to learn more. And that's what the purpose of this podcast waves is, is to continue to use my voice, continue to share the knowledge, the things that I learned because I continue to read and I continue to listen and I continue to watch and I continue to journal. Um, we've got to learn faster than the rate of things that are changing and happening around us. So when there's a storm going on around us, we've got to continue to keep learning so that we can keep balancing out and keep knowing what to do and where to go and sharing that knowledge with other people to save them for, from some of the things that you're going through in your storm. Like, hey, this is what helped me. This is what, what uh, I would recommend for you so you don't have to you know, be tattered as much because I had to learn it myself. Um, 
But that's all I wanted to do. I, I wanted to give you guys all that good information and siphon through whatever you can to um, salvage. And like I said, I was just supposed to, you know, catch people and God will do the sorting. But I am quite confident that there's something in this this episode that will be um, revelation for anyone. But thank you guys for being a part of this journey again. And I will see you guys soon. God bless.